0: Welcome to the GSD Factor Podcast Season 2 with your host, Misha Blaymeyer-Farish.
1: Welcome to the GSD Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Misha Blameyer farish And today I'm excited to have Raghu from the Chicagoland area. Hi, Raghu.
0: How are you doing, Misha?
1: Great. Thank you so much for being here. Raghu, please tell everybody a little bit about your story.
0: So my story started uh, about... 15 years ago when I got into networking and I was working in corporate America uh, and the whole purpose was to get out into the community and build relationships and power partners in different chambers of commerce and did a lot of networking and a lot of networking circles, joined a lot of networking groups. Uh, Led by example, I had a sales staff of 15 to 20 insurance agents at that point. And over over those 15 years, Uh, I led by example and built a lot of relationships in these communities, uh, attended a lot of events and found out what giving and and taking uh, meant. And fast forward to about four years ago, when I opened up my own insurance agency and left corporate America, now I was networking for under my own name. My name was on the door, so it was... personal promise that that i was representing and the i read the go-giver book by by bob berg and john david mann and it changed the way i looked at networking and it was more about how was i a problem solver how could i be more than my occupation to my friends my friends my friends my clients my uh my employees and um my customers and so I did a lot of networking. My goal, I started doing 20 coffee meetups a month in person, even through COVID, we messed up, we went outside. um, And so we were safe about it. But over those four years, I met with a thousand business owners. And what I learned from that was relationships and what makes people uh, do what they do and why. And I learned a lot of why's throughout that. And so about 18 months ago, I decided to open up my own company called Always Be Connecting. And I just want to be a business coach that helps people be the live version of LinkedIn and be more comfortable in any situation and feel like they belong and express what they you know all the all the different things they they can bring and to to a certain situation or a certain company or uh, power partnership. And um, I've helped out many business owners over the last eighteen months, and I've 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 uh, had so much fun helping people when it comes to either filling event filling events, helping them with uh, just social anxiety of networking, uh, helping them with with professional matchmaking, get finding the right power partners to give referrals to and receive referrals from and even be a be a sounding board for people and collaborate. I always talk about collaborating with different businesses and even how do you even work with your competition those are the things that truly that, uh, really the, the mindsets processes processes and techniques of networking that I really focus on with my clients.
1: Ragu, so many amazing nuggets in there. First of all, kudos to you for doing, for committing um, to all of those in-person meets and the amazing connections that have come from that. That is just amazing. And I think um, what is so, I think what's also really important is I love your, you know, those power partnerships because there is power in that. And you know, be connecting is one of our GSD factor guest attributes. And so what better person than to have the founder of always be connecting here as we we're going to actually do things a little different on this podcast. So we're actually going to go through each of the attributes and we're going to connect each of them to be connecting. So we're good. you ready?
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, <laughs> let's do it. All right. So be confident, is that power of knowing your true, authentic self? You're leading by example with that confident assertiveness. So let's tie it into be connecting.
0: Yeah, I, I basically when I with be connecting, always be connecting. I focus on just really showing people who I really am. I, I lead with something I love. So when I meet with people, I talk about the charities that I'm involved with, the things that I have going on personally, and I find out what do they have going on. And I asked them things like, what do you have going on this weekend? What did you do before we met today? And what is your one thing that you're trying to do personally and professionally this year? And why did you even get involved in this organization? Or the? why did you start your business? And I find out what really people care about in general. And once you find out what people care about, um, it actually tees you up to share what you are about. And once you become vulnerable and people see who you really are, they will literally talk to you about things that have nothing to do with business, but they are productive because you can tie the personal things that you really care about, that you're passionate about to business. And they'll, a lot of times you'd think that, you know, if they're meeting with you, even a prospect, if they're meeting with you, about your business, and you talk about diff- different things, about stuff that's going on, and maybe charity work that you're doing, they're not going to shop you now. They really love you, and they want to they find ways to do business with you. They want to find ways to open doors for you. And if you're always thinking about them and how you can connect with them, uh, that's so genuine. And it really comes down to, I love that you know, being your true, knowing your true authentic self. That's the number one thing is knowing who you are and not being afraid to share it.
1: Again, so many amazing nuggets. And I think one of the themes that I hear from your lessons in there is you listen and you ask questions. I think so many times we get into um, telling people or, you know, Uh, telling people about ourselves or telling people what we think they need to hear versus stopping and listening and uh, trying to understand what is going on. And when we ask a question with a question, it continues to just unpeel the onion, so to speak. Love that. All right. Next one. Being inquisitive is always learning, knowing that we are not that smartest person in the room, but we are humbly able to mobilize the right team and I think it's also being humble to know, hey, I may not have the right network or the right connections. So how do I always be connecting with that inquisitive state of mind? Do you like how I did that?
0: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know how to do a podcast. You've done this many times, I can tell. <laughs> so the it's fun. I love it. <laughs> you're a natural. Um, the, the way, you know, to be inquisitive I always think about being interested instead of being interesting. You know, you, you described it with, you know, don't, don't lead with just 20 minutes of what you you're about. Ask people and listen, be humble, know that, that maybe somebody might be an expert on things that you have nothing. Like you've never learned anything about, but you can still ask. Like, I don't know anything about hockey, but I have buddies that do. So I ask them, what's icing and explain to me what that look, what is that? And offsides, the blue line, all that other stuff. And they are proud and they'll go on and on about it. And it's fun because I'm learning new things. And then I will relate it to the next conversation I have with, with one of my buddies who's wearing a Blackhawks hat. And I'm thinking, Hey, I just bring it up and I, now I know what icing is. And so to be able to literally you know acknowledge what people are saying and just ask spin-off questions it really shows that you care number one you do have to care and be open um there's a lot of people it, they get hung up on just because they don't know something they feel like you know inferior right and then they feel like they don't want to be involved in that conversation and so it's okay to not know anything about a certain subject, but also learn. That's, that's an opportunity. I think that's just, think about the bright side of it is, is you have somebody who is a subject matter expert on on something you don't know about. You utilize that time and make it, make it count. There's so much duplication in conversations, especially at dinner tables, especially at even at Thanksgiving and when you're in front of family people talk about the weather people talk about the same things over and over again why don't you talk about something that matters something that's really going on in somebody's lives and for mental health nowadays if somebody's really sharing what's what matters most to them and they're at, they feel like you know what misha asked me about something that i'm really good at misha really cares about me and now it's my time to show what what I have learned in my craft that's what people love and that's what I that's you know that being inquisitive I love that
1: and I think what's important too is when in those moments because we've all been there when we've been asked the question in an interview or we've been asked the question even on a panel uh where, wherever the question's been asked of us of you know what is your experience with x or what is your you know what do you what is your um thoughts or insights onto why and if it's something that we don't know about it's actually more telling and more it's a little more vulnerable but it's more transparent and more authentic for us to actually own it and say you know what i am not an expert in that area but i'm happy to defer to my friend here or i'm happy to connect you with someone on this um or you know i was at a con- i was at an insurance conference and the and the moderator asked the panel a question, and that panel did not know, the did not the question did not align with what the panel's expertise was. And you had three panelists there, and two of them tried to fumble through it, and it was extremely painful, and they got to the third person, and she's like, this is not my area of expertise, so I'm going to defer the question back to you. And Everybody remembers that moment because in that moment she was like this is not my thing and they remember that more than the people trying to fumble and trying to make that you know make that point that they're not equipped to make that point of and so i think that that's a really important thing is really own your really own who you are and what your area of expertise is and don't be afraid to say you know what? That's not my world, but I'm happy to connect you with someone else or I'll defer the question. So, so many great, great points in there. All right. Third one, be imaginative. So that determination to dream big, never being satisfied with the status quo uh, and to live that life as an innovating solutionist. So when you are living that life of be imaginative and always be connecting, how does that manifest?
0: Yeah, I I think it's, Being more than you are today and getting better each and every day, and not getting down on yourself, giving yourself the grace of saying it's okay to even make mistakes. And if you haven't made mistakes, then you're not really trying new things. And you're really probably living, you're not dreaming big. You're just saying, oh, I'm only going to be in my little, small, little comfort zone. And it's if you're growing your comfort zone and stepping out of your comfort zone every day, just a little, your comfort zone will grow. So you'll still, you know, two months from now, your comfort zone is a lot bigger and you're going to be doing a lot more things to get things that that you have never gotten. You have to do things that you've never done and you have to think about things that you've never thought of because you have to be able to react in the right way at the right time, because people will ask you and present opportunities for you and life will present opportunities for you. But you're not ready for them because you're not really mindset-wise, like ready for them, then you're going to miss that, those opportunities. Timing is uh, is everything sometimes. And so it's about mindset when you be imaginative and thinking about how can things work instead of, oh, that won't work. Or, you know, Misha, you are in Tennessee and I'm here in Chicagoland. Well, how could we work together? There's gotta be certain, many ways we can. And so think about the positive things, Be imaginative you lean on your network to be imaginative, right? Think about what do they do when it comes to never being satisfied and just pick up some pieces and learn from them using, using them as a sounding board saying, Hey, if Misha, if I did this, what do you think? And you're like, no, that's, that's not realistic. That's not going to be, I mean, you were talking about smart goals and keeping me grounded. But then if I throw something out there, you're like, why? Wh- I've been waiting for you to tell me that. Why haven't you tried that? And so I, I always like a lot of these things, I, I always say lean on your network and grow your network for your you know think about the people that you are, are are the most creative and lean on them listen to the things that they do because their their process might rub off on you their ideas the way they think their mindsets might make you stretch the field so to speak a little more
1: I think the best analogy for this is actually your own where you set out and said I'm going to meet. With twenty people a month, and you didn't go out and say, "Oh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm going to meet with a thousand people." You said, "I'm gonna meet with twenty people a month," and you did that, and you showed up, and you um, were diligent because you were not satisfied with where your network was at, and I think as you know, I have two tiny humans, you know, as we get ready uh, for my daughter, she's going into third grade, right? There's these expectations of like, okay, here's what your third grader needs to know. And so she has to grow into that mindset, right? She has to go from being a second grader to being a third grader. And then my tiniest human is going from being a preschooler to a pre k And so But I think as we get older, after we've graduated, there's no longer that road, that very specified roadmap of, all right, now here's where you have to skill up to. Now here's where your new um, goals are, new new milestones are. And so we have to do that for ourselves, both personally and professionally, because, um, you know, and we have the ability to create that own path and journey. And I think that that's really important. All right, be present. So it's that willingness to keep showing up, doing something and living with that attitude of progress and not perfection through the realm of always be connecting. And I think you and I have talked about this is when you do connect with someone and that art of connecting with them, you are really activating that be present muscle. Because if you connect with that person and are not present with them, that Connection is not going to take root and grow, but if you are being present with them while being, while connecting with them, whether it's in person or zoom or what have you, then it allows those roots to take, to take, um, growth.
0: Yeah. I I love that. I love everything about that. Be present, uh, especially to do something, you know, do I, am always, I love, I have actually one of my subgroups that I that I run is called always be connecting doers. you know you look at a look at a doer just a definition. It's somebody who gets stuff done. They get I mean when you talk about get stuff done, your GSD sounds for you know stands for something else, which is awesome. <laughs> but it's get stuff done. And so that's what it's about. It's why are we here? Why are we meeting? you know when we talk about stuff, there's talking and there's doing. And showing up, saying that you're going to be a part of something and like following through, being consistent, right? Being an active member of a chamber or a group or a board. If you're on the board of a charity, are you an active board member? Are you there for status or you're there for serving, right? Two different things. What's your role there? Are you, in, are you bringing other people in? Do you say something, and you actually follow through with it. And that's the thing that I love that um, really showing up for people when they need it most as well is the willingness. If somebody needs help, number one, asking the right questions and presenting yourself in a way to them that they know they can call you or text you or email you when they need something. And even if you're not the right person, they know you're the go-to problem solver where I got five niches around the country and I got coverage. I'm that T-Mobile Verizon map of coverage. I got you covered all around. And so that's what it's really about. You make them feel comfortable. You make them feel safe to call you when they need it because they know you're dependable. And that's what it's about.
1: Yes. So many yeses. All right. Be resilient. It's that choice to persevere to dig deep, to turn life's negatives into positives. And I think when we think about always be connecting and resilience, I think the world has really had to exercise this post COVID because, you know, there's definitely a, you exercise your resiliency in continuing to keep your, you know, 20 appointments a day, 20 appointments a month. But I think, the world is really having to be resilient and coming back into the space. And so talk about from your lens, your perspective, how you have to be resilient to continue with your always be connecting.
0: Yeah. Uh, A lot of times uh, what I saw during COVID and and beyond, people disappeared. People literally said, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to change the way I operate business. I'm going virtual I'm shutting down my office but I'm also not even connecting with people that's the time to connect with people and stay in touch with them be consistent about it and but even like the the thing turning negatives into positives I saw so many people and that really took that time and took the opportunity to go virtual especially with clients, they saved on travel. So they took that negative and turned it into a positive. Some people, I mean, even my insurance agency, I'm going to go virtual now. So I'm going to save about $2,000 a month on rent. And so it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be there for my clients because I'm still going to be there on the phone. If they still want to meet with me in person, I'll, I'll meet with them in person. And that's a, Those are the things that you got to do and be, be flexible and be you know, have the proper reaction, and even things when people, some people are unfortunately in bad situations, they lost their their jobs, and or the market was bad in in their industry. To be able to be uh, in a situation to have the mindset where you can pivot, a lot of new LLCs were formed over COVID. A lot of new business came. Actually, always be connecting. That was during COVID. I said, why not take that chance? And that's the thing that really, I think, what do you do when you hit roadblocks in life and in business? How do you, nobody's going to, nobody's going to care, you know, what happens. You're going to know, you're going to know personally, you're going to, you're the only one that knows what you did and how you reacted from it. All they see are facts, but you're the one who deals with the feelings. But focus on what you can control and be able to bounce back or pivot and make the most out of the worst situation possible.
1: It's that half glass, half full mindset, right? Yeah. That says, um, you know, I'm in the valley at the moment. And so how am I going to exercise that resilience and pivot? You know, and a lot of times we have to pause and pivot and reevaluate before we relaunch. But being able to do that allows us to grow. It allows us to connect more. It allows us to exercise a lot of these attributes. So that's fantastic. All right. Last but not least, be influential. It's that leading by example, looking towards the future while mentoring that next generation. And I think uh you are that influential always be connecting GSD type of leader Ragu. Oh,
0: well, thank you. <laughs> so it is it is about it. Uh, in these as far as different networks and chambers that I'm a part of, there's a lot of YPN so young professional groups that are out there and even college students i actually mentored a college student uh 3 or 4 months ago for a couple months of coaching where she's a sophomore at a university in illinois and i was mentoring her on how to present yourself better at women in business networking events and she joined the women in business networking at her local university and just wanted to really show her how do you you know, how do you come up with a 60-second elevator pitch? How do you be interested instead of interesting? How do you show them and as far as the people that you're around, as well as employers, to that you're that that she's a resource and she's a problem solver? So no matter what, they will want to hire her, no matter what they have, they'll find a role for her in their company. And even if she doesn't go to them now, they'll remember her three or four years from now because they know what her brand is and what what she's about. And so really, that's what I, I focus on when it comes to leading by example and showing people what your why is, who what have you done and and you you know really showing the different principles that you have and even giving examples, the right examples that truly display, what you're really about.
1: And I think some of those skill sets that you are mentoring and coaching on are so important and so missed out on uh, because I too have been coaching some college students. I've even been coaching some high school students recently and you know, I'll say, let's work on your story. Let's work on your pitch. I finished, I was working with a college student. And I said, hey, let me, who had been through a career class, he had been through a resume and a job, like he had been through this career class at university. And I said, great, what did they talk about with LinkedIn? And they didn't talk about LinkedIn. And I was, I was just blown away. And so- What's been fun is as I, you know, I wrote, you know, the GST factor, your get shit done. But as I've been talking to a lot of parents, they were like, what you're talking about is so applicable to my teenager. And so we're actually now working on the get stuff done version. And it's a workbook for teens. And the idea is that, again, as we are mentoring this next generation, which this next generation has been through a lot between COVID and, you know, lots of changing times. It's how do we instill? And I think what's really fun is they need to be connecting in a much more powerful, different way, because I think for this generation, they've been so digitally connected or digitally influenced that they don't understand how to have those conversations or have those in-person sessions or those live events or those live interviews. And so I think the always be connecting is such an important thing for our next generation of leaders because they are the next generation of our leaders and we need to catch them up a little bit on how to truly connect with people in a meaningful, present way.
0: Most definitely. I think that's so important what you're doing. And uh, yeah, I'm sure they, they love that. And it's going to definitely help them for life.
1: Yes. And I think as both of us are leaders, both of us are, uh, we work with a number, you know, we're on boards for charities. And I think, you know, we are, whether we are helping the teens, the college students, or even those professionals, I think, um, there are different seasons of connecting and different ways of connecting and different reasons and drivers of connecting. And so I just, you know, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for what you do um, for all of your, you know, for everyone in your world and your network. Um, ragu, what is the best way that people can learn more about always be connecting and to connect with you directly?
0: Yeah. So the best way is probably emailing me at Ragu at alwaysbeconnecting.net. So it's R-A-G-H-U at alwaysbeconnecting.net.
1: Awesome. Well, Raghu, thank you so much. It was really fun to like go through all of the attributes with you and to see how they align with always be connecting. And um, thank you to our GSD factor listeners. Be sure to connect with us and um, be sure to connect with Ragu and his amazing network of always be connecting. And don't forget to get shit done.
0: Thanks for listening to the GSD factor podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, where you can also find previous episodes. Let's also connect on LinkedIn and Instagram. If you're looking for more information on the GSD Factor, visit us at gsdfactor.com and always remember to GSD, get shit done.